can give, I mean, do you want a little bit of background? Because so literally, so Kirkland, Washington. So you're, you're I, on now. I, I did hit record. So okay, good. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. Kirkland, Washington. You know, everyone that's met me at you know boot camp. Sort of my joke is always like when you go to Costco and you buy your Kirkland signature toilet paper. That's think of me because that's like right down the street. Now it's going to be like, hey, remember, remember the coronavirus? Kirkland, Washington. That's me. I'm that guy. So the nursing home where all this kind of really got started. It's two miles from my house. It's literally down down the street from where I live. Our clinic is about three and a half miles from the nursing home where all this is going on. Evergreen Hospital that has recorded the first and the majority of the deaths associated with this is less than five miles from my clinic and about three and a half miles from my house. So we really are here in Kirkland. I mean, we are ground zero. Uh, we have, I think, 569 cases of about the 2,600 total in the U.S. have been here in Washington. The bulk of the majority of them are right here in King County where I live. So we are literally right in the middle of the thick of it right now. So... Brutal. So background information. That's where I am. That's where I'm coming from. Your, your doors are still open. Doors are still open. And what we talked about is uh, you're probably two weeks ahead of many of us that are going to be watching this video, the rest of the country. So you've kept your doors open and you've made, uh, and Mike, just if you can go again, circle around again, that both you and your wife are in healthcare and where you're at mentally as you're yes. navigating this, that would be great. You know, and as we talked briefly too before this chat, I think it's important to understand everyone is going to come at this from their own unique perspective in their own place. And you cannot assume that your situation is going to be similar to someone else. My wife and I are both physical therapists. She works at Seattle Children's Hospital, like the largest regional, you know, hospital in the area. And so they have all of their policies and procedure in place. Their staff is trained. They're well-versed on what's going on. I work in healthcare, run my own business. I've been keeping up on this. So we're fortunate that both of us work in healthcare. We're both very calm, we're both very rational. We can convey that to our kids as well. I've got two daughters, 14 and 16. I'm fortunate they're both you know, middle school, high school. They're old enough, they can stay home and distance learn on their own. They're smart enough, they're savvy enough and they can do that. That's not the case for a lot of people. So I am very fortunate in my personal situation, what I have going on in my home life, we're able to maintain a sense of calm, a sense of cool. My wife and I can help, you know, when my kids are seeing things on social media, their friends are posting things, we can help them disseminate fact from fiction, you know, very effectively too. So I understand I am very fortunate that way and that my wife also works in healthcare and we're on the same page with all of this stuff. Great. So your doors are open. Doors are open. And I know you just had a workshop. Literally propped open. We don't close the front door anymore, so don't <laughs> have to touch the doorknob. <laughs> Um, can you give us like what, what the, where you're at mentally, uh, what your team's doing there, what the workshop, like exactly what happened today, that'd be great. So we just had a knee workshop today and we had, there were total, uh, we had over 50 people registered, which is fairly normal for a knee workshop. We had an abnormal number move to the next workshop. If they were nervous at all, we immediately offered just to move them to the next workshop. Even before we offered a free screener, I were like, you know, what, let's just stay in contact with these people. The next knee workshop is six weeks out and people were very comfortable with that as well. Great. Um, when I called, did all my workshop phone calls in advance, the message that I told people was I was expecting somewhere between five to 10 people to show up. Clinic is clean. Clinic is sterilized. We got enough Purell to take a shower in if you want to while you're here. And we have, I said, everyone's going to have their own space. We have everything spaced out. You're going to be totally safe when you're coming here. So I said, there's no need to worry about that. We are prepared to have people in the clinic. So I started leaving that message with people on the, if I got their voicemail as well. So we had a total of seven people show up, uh, all seven on scheduled screens. We got one uh, IE in advance and one free screener in advance that turned into an IE as well. So again, the numbers are down for what we would normally expect, but the important thing is we're still doing it. We didn't, we didn't call it off. You know, the marketing has to keep going. Yeah. And the, what, what I've internally led with in our team, and I, I you said this before is um, the, the people, 
knee pain doesn't stop, back pain doesn't stop, rotator cuff pain doesn't stop because of the um, epidemic, because of uh, COVID-19. Absolutely not. So the virus doesn't change that. And people need us now more than ever. And I know you talked about um, your philosophy that you have with your team um, in terms of taking care of the people that are coming in. Can you share that with everybody? Because I think that's an important part. Yeah, so the term that we use in our family, we tell our kids all the time, is control the controllables. Focus on what you can control. Stay focused on that and don't worry about anything else right now. So what we can control in the clinic right now is keeping the patients that we have. Keep them safe. Keep them coming in. You know, and project a sense of you know, calm and confidence and clean everything all the time in front of them. Let them see you purling your hands. Let them see you cleaning every single piece of equipment. You know, the term is laptop down, eyes up. Spend more time in conversation with your patients. They want to talk about this. You work in healthcare, they're going to view you as someone who has additional resources and information, which hopefully most of us do. Spend more time talking with your patients. Hear their stories, you know, sympathize with them. And that people are really comfortable coming in because they see the extra steps that we're making, you know, to kind of care for them, but also make sure that they're staying safe when they're here. They laugh, Tammy, I kid you not, a patient gets up from the lobby to come back, she goes and sterilizes the chair they sat in. And so their family member, the next patient's laughing because Tammy's over there scrubbing a chair. But the point is they see us cleaning everything all the time. Appearance matters. Keep the patients you have coming in because that's something you can control. You cannot control how, pay, how people are going to react and perceive this. If they want to stay at home and close their doors, they're not going to come seek physical therapy. I can't control that decision. What I can control, keep the patients that are coming in right now, keep them safe, keep them happy, you know, and just make sure that they're confident coming to see you. Yeah, I, I love that, Mike. Um, I, I don't say control the controllables. We just say control what you can control, but it's the yeah. same, <laughs> same exact thing. Yep. And uh, I know for us, um, we... Uh, I'm going to try to say this in a delicate way. We had some team members definitely um, getting very caught up in the hysteria. Yep. Um, and then when we looked at all the rosters, all the census of, of all five clinics, um, we had two patients cancel out entirely. Yeah. But the workshops continue to roll on. Um, we've kind of been fortunate, um, like I think most viewers will be today, um, and I don't want to jinx this for two weeks from today because it could change. Yeah. Um, I know we have people on quarantine in our area, um, but there have been no or minimal cases right now. Um, and I don't know if it'll stay that way, but we can't really change. I can't no, control you can't, that. You can't control that. Yeah. And, and it'll, it'll drive us crazy if yeah. we have 55 team members focused on trying to control that. Right. Yeah. And you make a great point about staff. I think it's super important that as a clinic owner right now, you have to evaluate your staff. I am fortunate. All of my staff were all on the same page. Everyone is calm and collected. If you have someone answering your phones that is worried about this, you need to reassign them somewhere else. Great if point. You, I mean, and this, and if you have a multiple therapists or clinic, you have the ability. If you have a therapist that's very calm and rational, you might want to put them at the front desk. Let them answer the phones. Let them answer the you know the phone calls and the questions as well. You people, your staff member that's calm and collected needs to be the face of your organization right now. When people, even if they're calling calling in to cancel an appointment. The, your front desk staff has to be dialed in with your philosophy and how to have those conversations. And I went over my staff exactly. This is what we're going to tell people when they call. We're going to tell them this. We don't make any excessive promises that we can't keep, but we need to have a sense of calm. We are open. We're here for you. We're doing everything we can to keep you guys safe. As a clinic owner, this might be a chance to reevaluate yourself and your personal life. Yep. If it's going to be challenging for you 
to run your clinic right now because of your home situation. Again, I'm fortunate. I can spend more time at work because of what I have going on at home. Maybe as a clinic owner, you need to make a decision. I'm going to assign another staff member to basically run the business in, you know, at this point in time because I'm not comfortable doing it. Maybe I'm someone that's worrying about it, or maybe I need to go home and care for my family instead. And if you convey that message, you know what? We have a team member that has been assigned kind of our crisis coordinator. It's Chad. He's all set and ready to go. Chad's going to be in charge, you know, for the next, you know, four, six weeks or whatever, too. Nothing wrong with that. Love that, Mike. Uh, one more question um, here. And I know you just had the workshop and I, I want to let you get back to your family. Um, to, and my daughter's here uh, giving me an Love elephant. It. Love That's it. great. Um, the... I, I know you're um, taking, you're, you're earning a degree right now. Yep. Um, and it's in healthcare administration. Is that right? Yeah. So it's my PhD in health sciences and my area concentration is leadership and administration in healthcare. Okay. So what are you hearing in the classroom around this? Because I'm sure there's, you're, you're getting access to fresh knowledge that most yeah. of us, uh, so, yeah. What <laughs> the irony like? is when the first cases in Kirkland actually happened, I was actually in Utah at an onsite for our PhD program. My wife is in it with me as well too. And so our joke was like, we showed up to class the next day, they're going to have a special table for us to sit quarantined in the classroom for it. Uh, so yeah, I do. I am getting some interesting information. The one thing that I'm going to tell you and I'm going to tell everyone out there too, that you have to impress upon your patients is do not trust information from social media. Do not trust reposts of articles on social media. Go to the source. And so on our webpage, I direct our patients there. They go to our webpage. On our homepage, there's a pop-up comes up immediately. There's a information on there, a little blurb from me about what we're doing to keep you safe. And I have links to the CDC, the Washington State Department of Health, King County Department of Health, the city of Kirkland's webpage, all about their response to what's going on. You need to tell patients to seek appropriate information. So like in my PhD program, one of the big points that they make if you're going to go into education is there's nothing you're ever going to teach anyone that they can't find on their own. It exists on the internet. Your job is to direct them to the true and correct information, not the false information. So that's a big, huge message. Awesome point. Did not know we were going to go here, um, but that is great. The, have you done anything to promote to your patient list via email or direct mail, anything around the coronavirus? No, and okay. we made the conscious decision not to do that. We did it on our webpage, so we direct people there too, because uh, it's short and sweet and it helps with SEO traffic if I send people to my webpage, Chad. Yeah. We, um, um, so we, we debated it, but we, I opted to continue our, our normal marketing business as usual, because email and stuff are things that we have used for marketing in the past, that's what our, my patients expect. And yep. so we've just been sending everything out that way. So we actually, I kind of made the conscious decision to not do an extra step yet. I reserve my right to change my mind. But again, the marketing machine, that's email, direct mail. So I'm not changing that. That's, I'm not going to take up time and space away from marketing to replace it with something else. Um, I, I agree with you 100%. I know it's a very unpopular decision. And mm -hmm. I did not want to come across as um, indifferent but there, there's too much information as it is. Yeah. Um, and there are too much exposure right now. And I love what you said, point people to CDC, World, yeah. World Health Organization, local authorities that are covering this and get the information from the source rather than reiterating, you know, we're gonna hand sanitize everything and wash yeah. our hands. Um, that we've been, 
we've been doing that forever. Uh, I know. So I'm not teach people how to wash their hands is new information. We, no one knew how to wash their hands. Yes. Um, and, and I, um, I, I'm very aware that, um, again, that, that might be unpopular, but I, I agree with you, um, wholeheartedly that again, our specialty is in helping people with knee pain, back yep. pain, rotator focus cuff on, problems. Again, focus on what you're yep. good at at this point in time. And I do want to throw one more little nugget I want to throw out there for you guys yep. as well. Every single day for the last week, um, at the beginning of the day and the end of the day, my front desk and I go through who canceled that day. And we're keeping a list of why did they cancel? You know, is it, we have had three patients who, for various reasons, either they're nervous, or we had a couple, frankly, that were on pulmonary rehab, should not be going out anyway. So we recommended that they not go out and stay home. We're keeping a list of patients to call back in four, six, eight weeks when this calms down, who dropped off for good reasons. We have a list of those people to call back. Other people that called back, it's allergy season starting here in Seattle. People are getting, you know, a sniffly nose, their eyes are running a little tickling in their throat, not knowing what it is. It's probably allergies. So our recommendation is, hey, you know what? Stay home. You don't have a fever. You call us back. We're keeping a list of all of those people as well. So if we don't hear back from that, we're going to reach out to them as well. Anytime someone calls and cancels if they're nervous, we have two private treatment rooms available. As the schedule, if it lightens up, I'm actually, I've, I've agreed to work extra hours to get people in one-on-one -on -one after hours if we need to as well. For me, I can handle that from home. I live less than five minutes from the clinic. If I want to come in at eight o'clock at night to squeeze another patient in to generate some revenue to keep the, the train running, I'll do that. I'll come in on a Saturday morning and treat you know several patients if I need to as well. You have a staff member that's willing to do that. You can flex hours. Again, even if they don't take you up on the offer, you are clearly making an effort that you care about them and that you're going to go the extra mile for your patients as well. So these are little things that, again, every clinic has to do, but we keep a list of every single person that cancels. Why did they cancel? What's our follow-up plan for that? Like, I, I greatly admire what you're doing. I uh, really appreciate you as a human being and an individual. <laughs> I, know, I know this is a tough time right now um, for you to hop on here with us, right. um, share your knowledge and wisdom. I greatly appreciate it. Um, very indebted to you. Uh, next bottle of scotch is on me. Can you hold it up in front <laughs> of your webcam in April? Love it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, we'll figure out a way to make that happen. But um, very much appreciate your time here, Mike, and also you sharing your wisdom and leadership as well. Yeah. Awesome. And again, I want to emphasize too, Chad, if anybody wants to reach out to me in individually, they can you know, email me through work. They can send me a DM on Facebook as well. So I'm more than happy to have some conversations with people too. So. What, what, what's the best email? Uh, the best email, send it to my work email. So it's Lewis, L-E-W-I-S, at W-A-P-T-Rehab.com. So my work email address is the best one. Got it. I, people I'll are interested in seeing the pop-up on the website. The website, it's, it's W-A-P-T-Rehab.com. Yep. And that'll show you the pop-up. Anyone using practice promotions, I think we were the first one that actually rolled that out. And I think they actually have kind of templated that now, too. So anyone using Neil and Practice Promotions, that they can put that together I think, within just a few hours and get that up on your website for you too. So perfect. I know Neil's on it. Yeah, he's on it. Great. Thank you Thanks, again, Chad. Mike, for doing this. I appreciate it. And, and good luck with all those kids, man. Like I said, my situation is very different than yours. So good, good luck. <laughs> we're we're we have a uh, run for our money right now. They're they're giving us a run for our money. So I'll keep you posted. Thanks, Mike. I right, appreciate it. Thanks, Jack. Take, Take care. care. See ya.